Hello, welcome to the Being Mindful of Me podcast. This podcast will hopefully help you not only think about how you value yourself, but also help you change the way you treat you. Oftentimes, in an effort of trying to please or convenience other people, we are being mindful of what we do or say to others, even if it inconveniences ourselves or puts us in an uncomfortable place. You deserve that same consideration. Be mindful to give yourself the respect and priority you deserve in your own life. People make time for the things and people that are important to them. Are you important to you? Hello. Welcome to this week's episode. We are at episode three. I am very excited today because we have a guest host. And not only is this exciting because this is my first guest host, but I'm even more excited about who this guest host is. So without further ado, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of information about him. He is a native charlatan. He's bilingual, speaking English and Spanish, a philanthropist, a student athlete who enjoys playing football and soccer, but is a lover of most sports. Like he literally is like a walking sports almanac. He is not only the co-founder of the partnership 13 Days for Love, but he is the reason it exists. I am very excited to have my first guest host be my son, Tyler. Welcome, Tyler. Hello, people. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm really excited that you're here today. Me too. Cool. All right. Well, we are going to talk today about Wonder. It is an international best-selling book. Um, by R.J. Palacio. I think I said that right. Which we have right now in your, in your hand. I do have it in my hand. You're, you're correct. Um, and I have it in my hand because this was a required reading for you? Yes, in sixth grade. Going into sixth grade? It was a project as well. So, cool. Yeah. Um, and so for those who have been under a rock, then unless you've been under a rock, excuse me, then you have seen the previews and the commercials for the movie that recently came out, right? Yes. And we had a chance to go see it last week, didn't we? Yes. That was pretty cool. I was excited when I saw the preview saying that the movie was coming out, knowing that you had seen it. And so not only has Tyler read the book, he read the book, gosh, it's been about a year and a half ago now, when you were going to sixth grade, correct? Yeah, I was kind of jealous when when the, sixth, the current sixth graders, because I'm in seventh grade right now, got to go to the movies to go see the movie Wonder. I would rather do that because I'm with my friends. Oh. And at the same time, I was also a field trip. Oh, so you would have rather gone to see it with your friends and not your mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we can't say that he is not honest, right, y'all? Um, so, but not only so, you've read the book, we have seen the movie, and this past Friday, 2020 did a news story about a family who has a child with the exact same condition as the main character in the book, Wonder. So, anyway, we are going to, I thought it would be cool to kind of talk about this, talk about the book for a few reasons. And uh, if for anybody, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, um, the purpose is very, basically, it's self-explanatory, as the name of the podcast says, being mindful of me, 
is about making sure that we are doing things um, to care for ourselves. And I think this book, this story in general, is a really good tie-in, especially for it's for people of all ages, but I think mainly for the reason that it was required reading for Tyler, especially for children, going, but especially for younger people in middle school and being able to deal with certain things that are new, changes in life, be it hormonal changes, changes in friendships and dynamics when you go to a new school, um, just a variety of things. So anyway, I'm going to stop doing most of the talking and I have a few questions that I want to ask you, Tyler, if that's okay. Okay, let's get into it. All right. So... I said you've read the book and you've seen the movie so what are the some what are some of the differences between the book and the movie that you're remembering and we don't want to give the book or the movie away for those who haven't read it or seen it well, well of course most people should know this but the book of course is slower because it's a book and the movie went faster and I think that if you have read the book or you've not read the book that when they talk about certain different characters in the book it's harder for me, it was harder for me to understand to understand that they were going in a different um, place of view, like a different voice. Yeah, a different voice. But in the movie, you could tell because like they showed it in like 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 the camera went into their bodies, showing that that's like they went into different characters. So that was kind of cool to me. All right. So what Tyler's talking about again, if you haven't read the book or seen the movie, which I I have not read the book in its entirety. I actually just started reading it because I thought it would be a good idea to read the book. Um, but it's told from different viewpoints. And so the main character has a condition called Treacher's, Treacher's Collins. Treacher Collins. Treacher Collins, thank you. Um, and so it basically is a facial abnormality that this child or children that are born with this condition have. And so if you imagine a child with um, facial abnormalities, that is something that can that's, that's new for other children if they've not seen or been in contact with another human being with the same condition or maybe seen somebody who suffered some type of facial trauma. So not only does it tell the story from the perspective of the main character, whose name is Augie, which is short for August, but the book as well as the movie also tells it from the perspective of his parents, his sister, Via, and his best friend or one of his friends, Jack Will. And so you know, the book is, is basically one or two pages per chapter, and so it would say Augie, and so you know it's from his perspective, and then Via, his sister. But like Tyler was saying in the movie, it takes you literally through the lenses of the character. And so there are some scenes that play out multiple times, but it is from the eyes of the different or the respective characters. So that was really a really good point to to make Tyler about you know how with the book and the movie the movie made it very clear for you to see whose perspective um, they were telling at that time so as I mentioned the main character's name is Augie. Augie has a condition um, that causes him to have a visible physical abnormality or challenge which is you know viewable to the human eye um, so he faces some challenges based off of his physical appearance alone. But he also is dealing with the adjustment of going to middle school. So being in a new school and kind of what the anxiety of meeting new people and, you know, meeting or trying to make new friends, what that is like. So Tyler, how do you relate to Augie? I relate, I think I relate to Augie by, of course, we, we both had to go to different schools. 
transitioning to middle school. Because mm-hmm. you went from one. elementary school to middle school, but Aki, one difference was that he was homeschooled because of his condition, and his mom wasn't really sure about letting him go, and she just decided to let him go. Another similarity between us is that we both we both like sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen most of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, that's right, even Daddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not really that much of a Star Wars fan, but whenever it comes out, I go see it with yeah. my dad. Yeah, there's one coming up, isn't it? Isn't it Star Wars? Yeah, it's The Last Jedi. Okay. Any other similarities between you and, and or how else you can relate to Augie? Maybe talk more about what it was like starting middle school and being in a new school and the adjustment of making new friends or meeting new people. Um, like I said, we were both nervous mm-hmm. about it. And like on the first day, we didn't want to talk to anybody because at my school, it's people that you haven't seen or people that from your elementary school that you've seen. But there's only one one or two people from my elementary school that went to the same middle school as me. But then through sixth and seventh grade, I found out that there's another girl that was at my elementary school also went to the same middle school as me. So yeah, that's some, those are some of the similarities between me and August August, that's right, August Pullman. Um, so one of the, the parts of the movie um, is part of the opening scene or his first day of school and you know his parents took him to school which again you know there was one part of the scene where the dad makes a comment about you know a parent walking their child to the door so talk some about what that was like for you the first day of school compared first day of middle school compared to elementary um and i'll talk a little bit too from my perspective of, as your parent the differences from elementary to middle school and um, you know, what is and what's not cool as it relates to parents walking you to, to school or walking you in classrooms and stuff. So, well, yeah, like, and when, when you're first at elementary school, like kindergarten, it's not really, you're not really that nervous because it's not like kids can pick on you because they're like the same height as you or they might be extra tall. Uh-huh. But, but then in middle school, when you see me come in there, some, some like some a group of kids can be like, "Ooh, look at that boy! Like, why is he so short and everything?" Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel some type of way mm-hmm. about about that. But in like kindergarten, it's not really it's not really that effective because like when when I was in kindergarten, we had this boy named Elijah. You don't have to say names. We yeah. had this. We had this boy. We had a classmate. Yeah, uh-huh. I had a classmate, and he he told he was crying because he. He was crying because his mom left, like multiple, like multiple kids on the mm-hmm. first day of kindergarten, mm-hmm. and then the teacher was like, "It's okay, it's gonna be okay." He and he told the teacher to shut up, and I was like, "Oh, dang. yeah, that's that's not cool." So yeah, I guess for the rest of the day we just watched movies, and throughout that year, that random classmate got in trouble. Well, and well, I think for that classmate you're talking about, it was. Even in elementary school, wasn't it a difficult adjustment? He might not have gone to a preschool where there were other kids. He might have, similar to Augie, he might have been at home, you know, and just been around his parents. And if he has siblings, just being around his siblings. So even elementary school was new and different in terms of being around other students. You, you mentioned or you talked about, you know, other kids talking about 
other kids. You know, you mentioned specifically about height because of height difference. And that's, you know, a big thing in middle school because of, you know, hormones and physical changes. You, you see often see a big difference in height, especially between boys and girls of the same age. And so it's not uncommon to have, you know, girls that are taller than boys or, you know, some boys that are much taller than boys because kids hit their growth spurts at different times. And unfortunately, you know, kids aren't mindful of that. And for some, they feel like, feel like that's an easy target. And so they'll talk about those things. But, you know, in those situations, I think you have to look at what's what you all have in common. You know, you all at the same school, you are at a magnet school. So there are certain requirements that were needed to get into that school. And so that's what brought all of you all in that same space, in place. There might be, you know, and there's, there's going to be times in life when people pick on you. That happens as, you know, as adults, and you know, at my age. But you have to remember what's important and just know that some people, unfortunately, they're just going to be insensitive, unkind, or disrespectful. But you just got to push it to the side and not let it affect you. So you want to move on? You, you want to move to a different topic? Yes. All right. So what about life lessons? What, what life lessons can people learn from the story? And before we, we start talking about this, I want to share a quote that really is kind of the um, foundation of the book and of the lesson that you receive from the book, the movie, the story. And it's a quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer. And it says, when given the choice between being right or being kind, what should you do? Always choose kind. Choose kind. That's right. So let's talk about that. So in terms of life lessons, again, going back to the movie, going back to the book, what are some of the life lessons people can learn from that story, especially from Augie's perspective? Well, this is another famous thing. I do not know who it's by, but it, it was do not judge a book by its cover just because just because, Augie, just because Augie has a certain condition doesn't mean that Oh, he's different because, well, never, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but yeah, you have, like, just, you can still be cool with them. If you have a friend, right, they don't have a condition, and of course, they're going to be cool, cool with him because you don't, you've, you've known him for a while, mm -hmm. but if there's this new boy at, this, at your school, and he has a certain condition, that does not mean that you have to avoid him because he might be cooler than your friend to you. And then you would want to hang out with him. So, yeah. And that's true. And that was one of the things that they did kind of highlight, you know, that even though Augie had a physical condition that made him different from his friends, there was also another big difference. He was very, very smart when it came to science. You know, that was, and that was his favorite subject. Hence, kind of his love and passion for Star Wars and some other things that are science-related. Um, and also, like, when, when you're... The mean person to Augie, you it can result when you're mean toward when, when you're mean, mean towards, towards Augie or it, children like him maybe it can result in you getting in trouble and you might miss out on certain activities in life that you want to do and then when you grow when you grow up you're gonna be like dang it I wish I had done that when I was young right so what what's another word for what's what do people call when people are being mean. Bullying. Bullying, yeah, and that's really, you know, that's unfortunately something that happens often in, more frequently in middle school and high school, but it, it happens at every age or stage of life. I mean, to your point, right, when you're choosing not to be kind towards somebody, 
That also means that basically it's called karma. What what you put out comes back to you. What goes around comes around. And if you're going to be mean or not be kind to somebody, it's going to come back to you. Prepare. Prepare, that's right. Or they say get ready for the other shoe to drop. Um, but that really was one of the major kind of storylines or, or lessons that I gathered too from from the story. Is there anything else you wanted to highlight? And if not, it's fine. No, not really. Okay. So being your mom, of course, one of the characters that I was able to relate to a lot was the mother, was Augie's mom. Um, and I, I really wanted to kind of talk about that some. And for those that, you know, I mentioned that Tyler is co-founder of 13 Days for Love. The other co-founder is myself. Um, so when, I'm going to share a little bit with people, okay, Tyler, about when you were born. So when Tyler was born, he was really small. He was um, just over three pounds. And fortunately, there was no um, serious medical issue or challenge that Tyler had. There was not even a, a reason as to why, or not known as to why he was the size that he was. Um, we were very fortunate that he didn't have any complications. Um, the biggest concern was whether or not he could breathe on his own. And he came out and he was, he cried. So we knew he, he could breathe and get oxygen okay. Um, but Tyler was in the hospital for 13 days before he was discharged. And being a hormonal mother, and I think a lot of it might have been the opposite of, um, of, um, postnatal de post um, maternal depression um, was a little bit of kind of anxiety and I did not leave the hospital literally for 13 days did not go outside did not go to get fresh air didn't go home to get fresh clothes I stayed in the hospital for 13 days um, and one of the things that my husband and I were told when Tyler was born that was because of his low birth weight he was going to at some point in his life face um, developmental delays and nobody could say exactly what they were going to be but just that he was going to have developmental delays and at some point was going to be behind his peers of the same age and so of course you know that was a little scary for us um and so again like I said one of the characters that I closely related to was the mother and some of the ways in which she had been overprotective of Augie hence him being homeschooled right and in elementary school before yeah. going to middle school. Yep. Um, and a lot of the anxiety and concern about Augie going into middle school started with the mom. And I could completely understand that. Um, one of the other things that was in the story, it spoke about how the mom, she was an, what was she? She liked to do what? She liked, oh, she liked to draw. To draw. Because she was, before, before Augie went to middle school, or started middle school before he was born. Before he was born, she was an artist, artist, uh -huh. and she loved to draw about him. She, she loved to draw about him. Well, even before he was born, she just liked to draw. Period. She had dreams of being an uh, illustrator, childhood illustrator. And um, but when Augie was born, because of his challenges, she put those things on the back burner. She also was in the process of um, getting a degree in school, right? Yep. And uh, so they kind of talked about that. And how Augie starting school and her her seeing that Augie could face this challenge and could rise to the occasion. And although, yes, it was a little challenging at first with him starting middle school, that he was able to come into his own 
and thrive and be his own person without her help. And that she didn't, he didn't need her every step of the way. And so that kind of encouraged her to continue pursuing her dreams of being an author, of getting her degree. And that's what she did. And, and um, you know, although, again, we were, you know, blessed that Tyler didn't have any major medical challenges um, to date. He's not had any developmental delays, so none of that has, has uh, surfaced. Tyler just was small when he was born, um, and, which is a great thing. But interestingly enough, because of Tyler, there have been certain things that have been uh, passions of mine that I discovered, I really think, only because of Tyler. And so one thing that I have done in the past, I've not been as active lately, but it's photography. And I got into photography because of Tyler. And what did I used to do a whole lot of, Tyler? Used to do a whole lot of... Oh, take, of course, taking pictures. Taking pictures of who? Me. Yeah. And sometimes that, that's annoying, isn't it? Very. <laughs> but I started taking pictures of Tyler, and one day I did a collage. Well, well, let me back up a little bit. My dad had a really nice DL, DSLR camera. Um, it's basically one of those cameras that you can interchange or change out the lenses. Um... And he had a really nice camera, and I've always liked taking pictures. And so, because my dad had a nice camera, I wanted one. And I justified it by saying, oh, well, you know, with Tyler, I can take my own, you know, family pictures, and we don't have to go anywhere. So I would. I would take a lot of pictures of Tyler. And one day, I created a collage, and I used different filters and changed the colors and the effects and just put it up on Facebook. And somebody commented, you should do this full time. You take really good pictures. And so I remember just kind of jokingly saying and responding, well, somebody hires me, then I will become a professional photographer. And as a result, somebody did just that. And they called me on my stuff. And they hired me to um, photograph maternity pictures, ironically. And I posted some of those pictures on Facebook. And a friend of mine who I went to college with, who Tyler also knows, Uncle Roddy. Yep. Oh, fame. Well, I want to say famous, but a great... MMA fighter. Yes, he is an, M an MMA fighter. He's also what? Uh, an alumni of Howard University. That too. And he's also an Olympian. He um, was on the United States judo team and competed and um, participated in the Olympics. Um, but he's uh, very tough, very strong. He is very tough and very strong. And um, he hired me and flew me to where he and his family lived to take maternity pictures for him his wife and his family and that really kicked off my freelance photography um, career fast forward I was able to actually showcase some of my photography at one of the local museums not once but twice but at that first um, showcase I remember do you remember what I did I had on the, the table with the rest of my artwork my, my pictures in a frame at the Mint, my, Mint Museum by Randolph mm -hmm. yes yes I remember that and Mr. John, the photographer, was there. Yes, one of our other good friends. But I, do you remember the letter? No. So, oh, oh, I, yes, I do remember it, but I don't know. I do not know. I do not recall what it said. What it says. Well, anyway, I, I wrote a letter basically to Tyler, just thanking him because, because of him, that night was possible. Had I not started taking pictures of him, then I would not have realize such a wonderful kind of achievement 
and that was to have my work showcased at a local art museum. So similar to Augie's mom, um, you know, after he was born, there's some things that I, you know, as, as the parents do, we shift most of our attention, time, energy, and efforts to our children. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what you sometimes um, do is you lose some of yourself. And so, again, going back to just how the whole concept behind this podcast is making sure that we are doing things that fill ourselves up. Um, and so this movie was a great reminder for me that, you know, I can still be a great parent. I can still be a great spouse. I can still be a great friend. But it's also okay to do things for me. Um, were there any, things, any other things, Tyler, you wanted to talk about as it relates to the movie or the story that, that we haven't addressed? No, not really. I guess for all the people who would like to go see it, it's a really good movie. And it might make you cry, might make you cry a couple of times. Yeah. I didn't, but, some, almost some, did. but somebody beside me cried. Y'all might not have caught the shade he just threw. He said somebody beside me, and he was pointing towards me. But admit it, though, you did say that you almost. Yeah, I did. I did say I almost. Yeah. Almost. Keyword. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. No, it's, it is an emotional story, and it's a great story um, about overcoming adversity. Also, too, about the impact that one person who's being brave can have on others. I mean, you saw how other people stepped up to prevent other people from bullying that were defending Augie, um, and it showed about the importance of, again, when you can choose, when you have the choice between being right or being kind, it's important to what? Choose kind, and also... Mm-hmm. B- based on on the name of our of our podcast, Augie. Our podcast. You mean my podcast? Her podcast. Yeah. Um, Augie, <laughs> Augie was that was really mindful of himself. Did he wasn't like, oh, they they don't like me, so I'm not gonna go to the school. He just he just kept going. It, well, sometimes he did. He felt, you know, a little um, insecure sometimes. He imaged his own picture. He what? He imaged his own his own picture of things that he liked and blocked out all the other people. Oh yeah, he did. Like that's a, that's a good point. He used a tactic that um, people say that to use when you're nervous. It's well, they use a lot of times when people are doing public speaking. Some people don't do well talking in front of large groups, and they'll tell you when you're standing in front of a big crowd. Imagine everywhere everyone standing there in their underwear, and that should make you relax. Which I don't know that I want to imagine some people in their underwear. Definitely not. But he did, He um, because he liked outer space or had dreams of going to outer space, he would then act as if he was walking in certain places in an astronaut suit. And basically, it, he had this... Pre- Don't spoil the movie. I won't. I won't. I'm sorry. But it was basically a protective layer, protective covering between himself and other people's eyes. And just thinking about that allowed him to get past the, some of the stares of people. All right. So, is anything else we want to mention or say no not really i don't have anything to say okay well thank you so much tyler for being my first guest i really appreciate it i'm excited to have had you as my first guest like i mentioned especially because you are my son so thank you you're very welcome and people who are all listening to this that's a wrap (laughs) well almost just as a reminder when given the choice between being right or being kind choose what Kind. Choose kind. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, they might not hear it before Thanksgiving.